You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, April 1st, 2011. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you find and fulfill your life purpose. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. The next live seminar will be held each Tuesday evening, April 12th through May 24th in Novato, California and August 2011 in Dallas, Texas. The next webinar will be held in the fourth quarter of 2011. See strategieswork.com for details. It's time for Financial Management Part 2. This 12-session BTS webinar will be a continuation of the teaching on a biblical worldview of money. The next webinar will be held March through May 2011, presented in 12 weekly sessions. It's not too late to join this webinar. Register today. You can catch up with the class. Every organization must communicate its value proposition to potential customers and clients through a sales process. Given that people are by nature sinners, how do organizations sell to sinners? What biblical principles should be practiced? Attend the BTS webinar, Selling from a Biblical Worldview. The next seminar will be held April 22, 2011 at Glen Eagles Country Club in Plano, Texas. The next webinar will be held in June 2011, presented in three weekly sessions. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See the website strategieswork.com for details. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Do Business with Heathens or Christians? A recent Barna survey asked the question, Would you rather do business with an organization that supported the Christian faith? The results were 37% said yes, 58% were ambivalent, and 3% said no. In a World Magazine article, writer Tony Woodliffe stated that he threw in his lot with the agnostics and atheists, which he identified as the group that opposed doing business with organizations identified with the Christian faith. Here are Mr. Woodliffe's two reasons for his position as stated in his own words. The first is that when I need a busted pipe, amended, I need someone who plums because he believes doing it well is the best way to put food on his table. Not someone who believes that having his own plumbing business is the best way to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. In other words, I want a business that exists because the market has rewarded it for good performance. The second reason I avoid these businesses is because scripture tells me not to sue my brother in court. At least if I hire a heathen, I can rake him over the legal coals if he does a shoddy job. Mr. Woodliffe assumes that Christians will not deliver excellent value propositions because they're just using business as a way to evangelize. To continue with his example, if the plumbing company is in business simply to evangelize, then the company will probably not deliver an excellent value proposition. 
such a company would operate under a dualistic view of reality. A dualistic view of reality is a worldview that minimizes the value of physical reality and therefore physical work. This means that work outside the spirit realm has no significance other than as a tool to make money and perhaps to evangelize. In this paradigm, the only work activities that have eternal value are those associated with spiritual reality, such as church work, missions, and parachurch ministries. A holistic view of reality is a worldview that recognizes value in physical work. In fact, physical work is seen as an extension of spiritual reality. Since God made everything, then it is reasonable to assume that he values everything. And since God the Creator is the spirit being, the physical reality comes from spiritual reality. This suggests that everything is ultimately rooted in spiritual reality. Therefore, at the root level, all physical work is spiritual. Furthermore, God made man to rule his physical universe. The work of managing and mastering God's creation is therefore divinely ordained. It is holy work and to be performed with excellence. Taking this view of reality in a business will produce an organization with a value proposition that is world class. If the plumbing company operated based on a holistic view of reality, then the company would recognize that it exists to glorify God and would deliver an excellent value proposition. Consequently, Mr. Woodliffe's assumption would be invalid. Another assumption made by Mr. Woodliffe is expressed in his preference to hire a heathen. If by this phrase he re is referring to people that do not embrace Christianity, then he assumes that such organizations can deliver value propositions independent of God. This is a naturalistic or deistic presupposition. Naturalism is the worldview that assumes there is no spiritual reality. This is the atheistic and agnostic view. The theistic version of naturalism assumes God exists but is not involved in his creation. This is known as deism. Deism and naturalism look at the physical world in similar ways. That is, what happens in the physical realm has nothing to do with God. Organizations that operate based on either a naturalistic or deistic view assume that there is no divine intervention in the workplace. Those who hire such organizations make the same assumption, though they may not be conscious of it. Naturalism and deism are inconsistent with a biblical worldview. Biblically, the physical universe is a tangible manifestation of underlying spiritual reality. Note what King Solomon said about the connection between spiritual and physical reality. Proverbs 10:16, The wages of the righteous bring them life, but the income of the wicked brings them punishment. Proverbs 12:3, A man cannot be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. Proverbs 12.10 A righteous man cares for the needs of his animal, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. Proverbs 21.21 He who pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. As you can see from these texts, righteousness is connected to prosperity and good stewardship, and conversely wickedness is connected to punishment and cruelty. If you believe this testimony of scripture, then an organization that does not embrace biblical values and principles is in rebellion against God. It is operating contrary to the will of God and is therefore in a state that could be described as wicked. Such an organization cannot produce enduring excellent value propositions. 
At best, it can have short-term success. But at any time, calamity can, could come upon the organization and those it serves. Why then would one hire an organization like this? Clearly, anyone who understands this connection between spiritual and physical reality would seek to hire organizations that embrace holistic Christianity. These are the only ones that can and will produce enduring, excellent value propositions. How does one identify such organizations? Well, don't look at their words or symbols, i.e. the fish symbols or the slogans. Look at their actions. The truth is revealed in how organizations function. Their reputation is the most important asset. Note the words of Solomon. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Proverbs 22.1 Another desirable trait is going the extra mile to deliver great value propositions. Such organizations are willing to sacrifice money to serve others well. Also look for organizations that treat people, employees, customers, and vendors, all of them, according to the Golden Rule. Now as to Mr. Woodlow's second reason for not doing business with Christians, he wants to be able to sue anyone who performs shoddy work. Recognizing the biblical mandate against suing fellow believers, he argues that he must hire a heathen to maintain the option to sue. He assumes that the judicial system will render justice based on biblical standards. However, settling disputes through the legal system is problematic because the system is moving progressively away from biblical thinking. Therefore, justice becomes elusive. Note Solomon's words in Proverbs. When the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. But when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. Proverbs 28, 28. A justice system that is not firmly grounded in a biblical worldview is tantamount to the wicked rising to power. This is indeed the reality in the United States. One cannot assume, therefore, that the, that the judicial system will render justice. True justice only comes from the Lord. So in the final analysis, if you believe that there is a connection between physical and spiritual reality as described above, then the higher the heathen approach is not wise. As to the question of doing business with an organization that identifies with Christianity, one must discern whether or not the organization's view of Christianity is dualistic or holistic. If dualistic, the value proposition of the organization will be problematic. If holistic, the value proposition will be excellent, as evidenced by their actions. Organizations that practice a holistic view of Christianity will deliver enduring excellent value propositions because they recognize that they are working for the Lord and not for men.